The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of on-demand audio for the whole family. Your kids or grandkids can listen to the popular radio drama Adventures in Odyssey and two-minute Bible stories called Quick Sticks whenever it suits you. Whether you're in the car for a few minutes or for a longer trip, these two programs will keep the kids entertained. New episodes are added every weekday in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Let's reflect some more today on Christian foundations of our common law in Australia. Well, they're going to be in the spotlight in the state of Queensland next week on the 17th. That's next Wednesday. There's a series of high-profile speakers gathering to talk about Australian law challenges. And they are being debated very widely at this time. Keynote speaker on that occasion is going to be Dr. Augusto Zimmerman. You might recall we had Augusto Zimmerman on the program just recently talking about his new book. Well, he's keynote speaker on the same bill as Bernard Gaynor and Gabriel Mowens, an emeritus professor of law from the University of Queensland. Well, he'll be heading a launch for Augusto Zimmerman's third book in a series about Christian foundations of the common law in Australia on that night. Conservative commentator Dave Pello is back with us. He's the organiser of this event and bringing these speakers together on the platform in one gathering. He's joining us now. Dave Pello, welcome back to 2020. Thank you for having me, Neil. Always a pleasure. Dave, you've been in the headlines of recent times, uh, making your mark in some significant ways. These issues of our common law, they are really entering into the debate. People are picking up these things, especially in conservative circles, but there is a real momentum right now. Yeah, there's. Uh, I've noticed there's a, a trend in the mainstream media, which is very often leftist dominated, which seems to presume that Christianity is a is a fringe issue, not really popular in Australia. And uh, just recently, we've seen our prime minister being at the uh, at, at a church service and praying, and it was reflected on the ABC that perhaps some people would be concerned about our prime minister's faith. Which is just ridiculous because our constitution clearly says that uh, a personal faith, a religious worldview has absolutely no relevance to public service whatsoever, protecting us against that kind of tyrannical bigotry that some people demonstrate in the media and, and in their very vocal opinions. The reality is that our Australian legal traditions and our constitution is steeped in a rich Christian tradition. And some people have been worried by the idea that the Prime Minister as a Christian might display his Christian faith, and yet I've heard people who have been so complimentary about the idea that isn't it good to see someone so authentic with who they right. are and what they believe. And mm. there is a certain sense in which when we talk about uh, these issues of common law, Australian heritage, the Christian past that we have, those things that have formed the foundation of Australia, it's perhaps a very good thing to see a Prime Minister who actually will give some acknowledgement to those things. Absolutely. And it, it's worth noting that the media never had a problem with it when it was Kevin Rudd doing doorstops on, on outside his church on regular Sundays, uh, virtue signalling his faith 
while flip-flopping on important justice of, issues of justice like marriage. Uh, but now that there's an authentic display of Christianity, people are worried uh, and some people are said, well, some people are worried. I think the vast majority, you know, couldn't care less. Um, but, you know, some people are worried that he's going to bring his worldview to his decision making. Well, who doesn't? Who has a lobotomy before they make any decision? Of course, the convictions that you've spent years thinking about and forming will inform and help guide your consideration of facts and evidence and logic. And what's more, this is who we are. It's not antithetical to our constitution. It's the foundation of our constitution. There are some ideologies that fly in the face of the liberal, inclusive and tolerant doctrines that Christianity provides and Australia has formalized. But that's not what our prime minister is doing. He's got a worldview that is entirely consistent with our constitution and legal system. And that's what we'll be talking about this evening with Augusto Zimmerman, Bernard Gaynor, and Gabrielle Moens is the history, the tradition, actually waking people up. What the mainstream media is preaching to you is false and fraudulent, and the reality is that we do have a very rich Christian foundation to our laws. Well, you've become renowned of recent times for setting up very controversial meetings. With these three on the agenda, three speakers and Dr. Augusto Zimmerman as the keynote speaker, are you anticipating that there might be some who are going to say this is just a wildly radical conservative gathering, uh, we better be there to uh, protest? What sort of expectation do you have? Because this has become a little bit of a Dave Pello mark now, hasn't it? <laughs> uh, look, we as Christians need to be fearless in the face of criticism and persecution. And it's not surprising, and Jesus warned us very clearly, um, that you know, if we're anything like him, we'll get more of the same that he got. So it is a badge of honor if, if somebody thinks I'm some kind of radical for being incredibly consistent with the middle right of political history. This is, you know, very, very standard kind of stuff. George Orwell, who was no friend of conservatism, um, predicted this radical decline in in you know people's tolerance for ideas different to their own um, and one of the quotes from him is that during times of universal deceit telling the truth becomes a revolutionary act uh, so if I'm called a revolutionary uh, well you know 10 years ago it was called the truth well, I think it's still truth today, and truth will be on the agenda because you've got these legal eagles and you've got another one who's been quite a radical, and of course that's Bernard Gaynor, mm. who was sacked from the military because he had outspoken views there, uh, righteous Christian views that flew in the face of uh, what is a politically correct ideology that seemed to have been overtaking the military. So you've got three speakers on the program who are going to be discussing issues of truth, issues of law, affirming the Christian foundations in Australian history, and also, no doubt, stirring the pot a little and saying to people, it's time to take some level of 
action when it comes to freedom of speech issues. Uh, there's something special happening too on the night. Uh, you, I mentioned that uh, one of those speakers is the Emeritus Professor of Law from the University of Queensland, uh, Professor Gabriel Mowens. He's actually going to be formally launching this third book of Augusto Zimmerman, uh, sort of a Queensland launch. Yeah, definitely. Um, Augusto's written uh, a trilogy of books uh, making it easy for, for everybody, whether you're a law professor or a teenager. Um, he's made it easy for everybody to understand the history of, of what's going on. Very educational, very eye-opening. I'm halfway through them right now, and they're just riveting uh, reading. And what they explain is, you know, taking first of all England, which is certainly uh, what our society is shaped after, the, the English tradition, Britain, um, and saying, look, from... You know, way back when, you know, England was feudal and there were many kings on this little island and they started being attacked by the Vikings, way back then they started realizing that um, there was a, a need to actually write down and formalize laws and they did so in the tradition of Christianity, of, of Moses writing down the Ten Commandments and it was way back then in the you know the the first millennium when people started realizing that laws that honored god were the way to unite and prosper a society and um really uh, not long after that about 1066 after the battle of hastings um william the conqueror really entrenched christianity in there and um you know he points out that roman law was late to christianity um, you know, Christianity had a big influence on Roman law with the abolition of things like um, treating women and children as property of, of the father of the household. Um, but, but English law, the common law, was actually birthed in Christianity, was, was from its very foundation, acknowledging even the Magna Carta is considered somewhat of a religious document because it's saying, hey, king, you're not the final authority. You don't just get to kill people whenever you want because you're in the mood. You are answerable to a, a higher authority than you. There is a higher authority than the king. And that's how we ended up with what's called a constitutional monarchy, meaning even the king, the highest authority in the land, has to abide by a set of laws that he doesn't get to negotiate and arbitrarily ignore, as opposed to an absolute monarchy where um, somebody gets to do whatever they want. What you're describing is the way that Christianity has been intertwined uh, with the whole development of Western civilization. So it's bigger than just Australian society. That's right. Uh, but this third book that is going to be launched on the night, uh, this is the one that focuses in on Australia and the Christian foundations for the common law in Australia. So it really becomes a very important gathering. No doubt yes. people will be able to get a hold of the book uh, on the night, and no doubt they'll be able to order the book from any good bookstore because these will be widely distributed. Uh, it is an exciting thing that that's going to happen, uh, that it is flying in the face of some of the political correctness that we see today may cause it to be uh, at a level controversial. Mm. But I'm assuming, uh, Dave Pello, and uh, through all your good work with Pello Talk, drawing people's attention to the way we need to take action, not just think, but take action right. on some of these areas. Uh, you'd like to see a crowd gather next Wednesday night on the 17th in Brisbane. Yes, definitely. It's it's very important for lots of people to inform themselves and, and get interested in, in actively participating in changing our society. Um, 
uh, I probably doubt that this book will be commonly available everywhere. Um, it's not a popular topic. I hope it is. I hope every good bookstore has it. Um, but it, it's worth, I guess, um, encouraging people to support Connor Court Publishing. They are the publishers of this book, and they're partic- particularly um, courageous to be um, dominantly, predominantly publishing Christian and uh, Christian-friendly um publications, books and authors that a lot of other publishers and booksellers uh, won't do. They'll be there and they certainly will be uh, making all three of the books in this trilogy from Augusto Zimmerman, uh, the the Christian foundations of common law in first Britain, second book in America, and third book launched on the night Australia. They'll be making that available for everybody and you can get it from their website. Just quickly, some of the identities we're talking about have formed what is a new coalition called the Australian Free Speech Coalition. Uh, that's an important body given that there is going to be some need for uh, central spokespeople on some of the big issues we're facing as this debate on free speech continues and will grow, no doubt, when the government releases its position on religious freedom, uh, there's also an award that's just been given. And uh, just quickly, the Award for Excellence in Independent Media has been given to the second speaker on your program, Bernard Gaynor. Uh, is that likely to be a prestigious award or will some people be thinking uh, that's just another one of those, uh, you know, uh, conservative uh, awards and uh, but it is an important thing for people to recognise that uh, that some good things have happened with Bernard Gaynor. I'm not actually sure what other conservative awards there are. I'm not aware of any. Uh, I'm aware that there's some incredibly deceitful, fraudulent awards um, for free speech given to people who say atrocious things that the taxpayer has to subsidise and uh, who who are. Uh, quite critical of people saying things that um, that they disagree with. So, you know, those kind of free speech awards um, are, uh, you know, unfortunate. Uh, this one is an initiative of the Australian Free Speech Coalition to encourage a strong and independent media that's not owned or accountable to any giant corporation, um, but it, it's to encourage people who are out there um, taking the time, investing um, large amounts of of their life into creating independent voices, and and that's very important to free speech. It doesn't require that we agree with them. It doesn't require that they say things that we approve of. What it requires is that there's a dialogue, a conversation that's happening, so that nobody, no power anywhere, goes unaccountable, uncritiqued, or you know, undebated. Well, it may be the first of many such awards, the Excellence in Independent Media Award, and uh, Bernard Gaynor, the recipient of that, he's one of the speakers, along with uh, the Professor Gabriel Mowens and the keynote speaker, Dr. Augusto Zimmerman, who is appearing on the platform, those three speakers, next Wednesday night on the south side of Brisbane. I'll let you get the details from the website, davepello.com forward slash events, Dave Pello, that's P-E-L-L-O-W-E dot com forward slash events. Conservative commentator Dave Pello, thanks so much for joining us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. It's been great. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. 
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.